Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez. <sighs> I am so tired of doing videos on this woman. Mr. Reagan. All right, so as everybody knows, early last week, Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez visited an illegal immigration detention facility, and she came out screaming and crying like a psychopath. Now, <laughs> uh, Valeria f thought that one was funny, so therefore, I, I'm done. That video's over. <laughs> as long as she's laughing, I'm happy. Allow me to jump in here for a second to plug my Twitter and my Instagram. Um, I've really upped my Twitter game lately, so if you're on there, make sure you find me. I'm at Mr. Reagan USA. So go to Twitter right now if you can and follow that. That's a big priority for me at the moment. Uh, the Instagram is more for like funny memes, stuff like that. So if you like that sort of thing and you're on Instagram, follow me there. But the Twitter is the main thing for me at the moment. Um, if you don't have a Twitter account, go get one just for me. <laughs> Um, also, I've got a podcast now. It's really just the YouTube show in audio-only form. All the same stuff as the YouTube show, but without my face, which is, let's be honest, sometimes better. And now, the hardest part of my job. I need to sell you stuff. But this is good stuff. This is gold. Look at this chart. This is the S&P 500 going way back to 1996. And as you can see, since 2009, the stock market has been on a roll. But all rolls come to an end. And you know this is true. Markets are cyclical. We've been on an incredible upturn. Any way you look at it, the market is top-heavy. So if you're relying on your IRA or 401k to see you through retirement, you may have a problem. The question you have to ask is, do you have an alternative lined up? If somebody lets loose with an automatic rifle, you don't stick around. You get out of the way, quick. Noble Gold is putting this out there as a heads up. You might want to speak to one of them about finding a place of safety for your money. Talk to them today for five minutes and see if you can bulletproof your hard-earned savings before it's too late. Call 877-646-5347 and get protected with a gold or silver IRA today. Call 877-646-5347 and get protected or get the free gold and silver guide below that will answer all your questions. Uh, the guide and the information are free, so don't wait. We now return you to your regularly scheduled programming. It actually began with a series of photos. This, this happened uh, before she was even elected as a congresswoman. This was like some kind of a photo, uh, a photo shoot, photo op, whatever you want to call it. It was like, like a PR stunt, right, where she went to a detention facility. Um, obviously, she did not have clearance to get into this detention facility, so they stopped her at a gate that looked like it was something like a, a half a mile away from the detention facility. And so because they couldn't actually get close to the illegal immigrants that were being held there, they just decided to do the, the photographs at this other fence, this fence that was like half a mile away from the facility. And so, as I think everybody has already seen, um, she's crying, she's very upset about refugees at this fence. But the problem is that there were no refugees there. There were no, there were no illegal immigrants. There was nobody. She was, she was crying in front of a fence with like a desert stretched out in front of her. Now, the photographer said something like she was crying because of the thought of the illegal immigrants and how they were being treated or whatever, whatever, their struggle or something. It's unclear as to what thoughts exactly inspired the crying, but it certainly was not the sight of the illegal immigrants themselves, which is, I think, what the photos were attempting to illustrate. Now, this is one of those things that is so obviously manufactured, so obviously fake, so obviously a publicity stunt, that 
the AOC team didn't even release the photos. Um, they obviously hired this photographer to come along and take photos of Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez being sad in front of Im immigrants. But they couldn't find any immigrants, so they just decided to do the photo op in front of a fence <laughs> across from an empty desert. Now, what it looks like to me is that the photographer wanted some credit, right? He had taken some photos of AOC. AOC is something of a celebrity now, so he wanted to be known for being the guy that took photos of AOC crying in front of a, a fence across from an immigration facility or something. So he released the photos, and then almost immediately, one of these websites or somebody on Twitter or something discovered that, in fact... She wasn't standing in front of immigrants. She was standing in front of nothing. Um, and it was immediately reported that she was standing in front of an empty parking lot, which Candace Owens parodied, and we all had a good laugh. Um, Snopes got a hold of this, and in their, <laughs> in their typical, uh, super honest way, uh, focused on the detail of whether or not what she was standing in front of was a parking lot, and, and completely ignored the substance of the, the whole point of it, which is that she was not, in fact, standing in front of a group of immigrants. So yeah, so yeah, so once again, Snopes is like, this is false, this is false. She was not standing in front of a parking lot. She was standing in front of an empty road. <laughs> Which is like, okay, great. Uh, yeah, obviously the right is perpetuating all this fake news. We're the bad guys. We got the precise type of infrastructure that she was standing in front of wrong. It wasn't a parking lot. It was an empty road. Our mistake. We're so sorry. But yeah, no, no, no. Obviously the people who are at fault here is the AOC team, the leftists, the socialists that put this together. The people who decided that it would be a great idea to shoot pictures of Alexander Ocasio-Cortez crying in front of immigrants, and when they couldn't do that, they decided to take a sort of a, a picture that didn't show what she was crying in front of and say it was in front of immigrants when really it was just uh, an empty road. And, you know, it's funny. Snopes earlier, um, I, I did a video on this, told the world that I had been lying about Alexander Ocasio-Cortez being an actress. Well, you know what? Give that girl the Oscar, because those tears were beautiful. I mean, that looked... That looked pretty real to me. She looked pretty upset. And I'll grant you, she was relatively close to a detention center in which she couldn't see anyone inside at all. So, okay, so, okay, maybe the proximity made her emotional, but I don't think so. I think, I think this is all pre-planned. I think this is all fake. And I think that this was acting. I think Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez was affecting the emotion uh, that she was expressing, and I think that this was all fake. And I think to any rational person, it's obvious that it was fake. Now, it's amazing to me that these photos, these photos of, you know, Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez fake crying, these came out right before she actually was able to visit uh, an immigrant detention center, right, where they keep these illegal immigrants. And, of course, she, again, is screaming and shouting and throwing a fit over the treatment of the illegal immigrants. But let me ask you this. Given Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez's predisposition, her, her penchant for complaining about the rights of these illegal immigrants, can you imagine, could you imagine a scenario in which Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez did not come out of that detention center screaming and shouting and talking about how unfair this whole situation is and how horrible the Border Patrol is and everybody in the federal government and everybody on the right and pretty much just anybody who's not an illegal immigrant is pure evil to her, whatever. No, the answer is is no. There is no scenario in which she would have come out of that uh, place saying, oh, they're, they're actually being treated really well. I mean, they could have been, it could be a four-star hotel and she'd walk out of there going, it's not a five-star hotel. These people have to deal with 
down comforters. You know what? Some of these people are allergic to down. Okay, why are we giving them duck feathers? And how many ducks had to die so that those immigrants would have a blanket? The truth is, no matter what the conditions were, she was going to find a reason to complain. Fortunately for us, we have amazing Border Patrol agents who film videos like this. Good afternoon, my name is Roy Villarreal. I am the Chief Patrol Agent for the Tucson Border Patrol Sector. Today is July 3rd. My goal today is to dispel some of the misinformation that's out there in regards to our detention facilities. So come with me. This is a supply room that is typical in every one of the stations in Tucson Sector. What we have supplies of are diapers, baby wipes, clothing for children, clothing for men and women. We've got supplies. These are feminine hygiene products. What's here in front of me is a supply cart that is available to families and, and unaccompanied children. What it includes, baby formula, crackers, raisins, tuna fish, mylar blankets. This is a toothbrush that is preloaded with toothpaste and is provided to everyone and readily available should they want more than one. Aliens are not forced to drink out of the toilet. Aliens have options. There's fresh water that's provided on a regular basis in a water cooler. There's also water that is provided in this one, this is a combination of toilet, sink, and the sink provides fresh water. There's nothing wrong with this water. We're not forcing aliens to drink out of the toilet. Ladies and gentlemen, as the men and women of the United States Border Patrol continue to safeguard our nation, I hope you have a wonderful month of July. When my girlfriend saw this, she said, it's like a four-star hotel. <laughs> I mean, granted, it's not quite a four-star hotel. Let's be honest. It's pretty bare bones. <laughs> okay, whatever. Anyway, it's not the worst of the worst. And here's the, here's the problem with treating these illegal immigrants particularly well. They talk amongst themselves. The word gets out about the conditions within these detention centers. If the conditions are uncomfortable, word is going to get out that the conditions are uncomfortable. It's not a place that you want to hang out for very long. Now, I'm not saying that we should make it torturous or inhumane. Nobody believes that at all, especially for children. But if the, if the quality of life inside the facility is actually better than the quality of life they have back in their home countries, that's just going to encourage more people to come here because even if they get detained for a very, very long time, they're going to be better off than they are in their home country and they don't have to work. Right? They just get, we just feed them and clothe them and everything's fine for them. So it's, it's in our best interest to make their stay there uncomfortable and as short as possible to thoroughly verify whether or not they are actual refugees or they're just somebody pretending that they're a refugee. And the truth is, the vast majority of amnesty cases are false. They're fake. Sweetheart, you know a lot of immigrants coming here from Russia, right? Of course. What percentage of immigration cases of asylum cases do you think are faked 95 95 she says 95 she doesn't have her makeup on she refuses to get in front of the camera but she says 95 her in her experience of the people that she knows russians 95 percent of the cases are are fake if that's going to be true across the board from every country that's a pretty serious problem for us all right so let's talk a little bit about the toilets <laughs> Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez comes out of the detention facility and she starts screaming about how the uh, one woman told her that the guards um, had told her that if she wants water, she has to drink out of the toilet, right? Apparently, uh, the water in the, there was no running water in a, in a cell, and when she asked the guards about it, the guards said, you can drink out of the toilet. Here's the actual clip. I'll play the clip. 
there's abuse in these, in these facilities. There's abuse. This was them on their best behavior, and they put them in a room with no running water, and these women were being told by CBP officers to drink out of the toilet. They were drinking water out of the toilet, and that was them knowing what a congressional visit was coming. That was This is CBP on their best behavior, telling people to drink out of the toilet. Did you see somebody actually do that? Now, there are four possibilities uh, with regard to this story. The first possibility is that it's true. The second possibility, and this is something I think most people have heard by now, is that Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez somehow misunderstood this woman or somehow this woman misunderstood uh, the employee, the agent that she was speaking to, because these toilets are toilet sink combos, right? Uh, as you can see in the video here. There's a toilet and there is an attached sink, right? And this goes into a lot of detention centers throughout the country, uh, both prisons and immigration detention centers and other places like this. This is standard. The reason they have it like this according to what I've read, is that it's efficient and there are very few parts that can be um, taken off of this kind of unit and fashioned as a tool or a weapon. Uh, so this is the kind of thing that they have built um, in order to protect people. It's sort of a standard thing that, that the government buys. So if some uh, authority figure there at the facility tells one of the people who are staying in the cell, that's where you go to drink the water, right? And she sees a toilet... Uh, she might be horrified, one of the inmates might be horrified misinterpreting this as go drink the toilet water. I don't know. I mean, I'm, I assume that most of the agents there speak Spanish, but there's possibly a language barrier. I don't know. And then furthermore, it could just be that this woman was complaining that she had to drink out of the toilet sink combo and Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez didn't fully comprehend. I don't know how good Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez's Spanish is, but there was a possible misinterpretation there as well. Now, of course, I'm being generous here. Um, the last two possibilities, I think, are the most likely. Um, and that's that it's very possible that a lot of these immigrants know who Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez is, and they know that she could potentially help them to boost them uh, in, in the line in terms of getting citizenship or something like that. And so if you're one of these immigrants and you think that you can benefit from sympathy, and then, of course, Alexandra Ocasio-Cortez just buys it because it fits her narrative perfectly. It's perfect ammunition to go after Trump or conservatives or anybody who is like, well, we should probably send illegal immigrants back, she's like, oh, no, you're just hateful racist and you're just mean to immigrants. No, nobody wants to be mean to immigrants, okay? Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez, we all love them and want them to be safe and happy. That's why we're building the big, beautiful wall. The fourth possibility, and the one that I think is quite possibly the most likely, is that Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez just made the whole thing up. Now, this is exactly the sort of thing that I would expect from the Justice Democrats, the brand new Congress people, Saikot Chakrabarty, Zach Exley. This is like a perfect invented story for AOC to go in, try to get a little time in private with some of these some of these women, and then come out screaming and shouting that, you know, somebody told one of the ladies to to drink out of the toilet, right? Something that they maybe read in an article somewhere, something that happened maybe elsewhere in another country, um, and they decided, okay, this is a great story. Let's pretend that somebody's told this to you, and then we can use this as ammunition to progress our agenda. Now, if it were anyone else, even Joe Biden, somebody like this, anybody on the left, anybody else had brought this up, maybe not Ilhan Omar, these guys, but anyone else, I would think, may, they're probably telling the truth. Either they're misinformed, or there was a miscommunication, I would give them the benefit of the doubt. With AOC, 
My assumption goes straight to her just straight up lying. And you might think, well, that's really cynical. Even about AOC, that's kind of a cynical attitude to have. But I, but I present you with this evidence. Why didn't AOC release the name of the immigrant who was having the trouble? Standard operating procedure for any leftist who is championing the case of a particular group is to find somebody in that group who has suffered particularly, and then to use them as the face of the group to say, look, these people are suffering. Look, this is a perfect example of this. This is Maria, blah, 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 blah. And you explain everything about what happened to her. She was told to drink toilet water. Tell them about your experience, Maria. And then Maria explains the experience. And then everybody feels sympathy for Maria and in turn feels sympathy for the group. And then everybody irrationally pushes Congress to pass new legislation that is probably ineffective or a bad idea because they all feel sorry for these people. That's how it goes. That's how it tends to go in these cases. Now, with Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez, she didn't get the name of this woman. She didn't get the name of anyone. She just came out of the facility and said, some, some random woman told me that some random guard told her to drink toilet water. Did some random woman tell you that? Did some random guard actually tell a woman that in the facility? I don't know, because you didn't give us any specifics. You gave us this sort of nebulous idea of an imaginary woman, an imaginary garden, an imaginary scenario. So how are we supposed to know if this is true? It's completely unverifiable, and I think it's unverifiable by design. I think that the name of this woman and the name of the guard and any specifics were left out intentionally in order to make it so that none of us could actually fact check what Alexandra Ocasio-Cortez is saying. The woman can't be interviewed, nobody can look into it because nobody knows who the heck this woman apparently is. So that to me seems really fishy. It seems to me like this was something they figured out to do before they got to the facility. Furthermore, there is a credibility issue with Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez because she went into the place, according to the agents that work there, she went into the place screaming and yelling at everyone. And actually, I believe that they use the term in a threatening manner. She was, she was speaking to everyone in a threatening manner. Now, Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez responded to this in Twitter by saying, oh, you feel threatened by me? I'm just like a tiny Latino woman. I'm like, I'm like little, you know. If you're scared of me, you know, suggesting that Border Patrol agents are all cowards because they're all afraid of a very little, short, lightweight woman. Well, Alexandra Ocasio-Cortez, they didn't actually say that they felt threatened by you. Uh, they said that you were speaking in a threatening manner. That's a very different thing. Uh, Chihuahua could be barking at me in a threatening manner. I'm not actually afraid of it. Um, you, you know, you laugh at the little thing. Uh, you think it's adorable. Um, but still, you can tell the little Chihuahua is trying desperately to scare the heck out of you. Ironically, sometimes when you see a spider, totally not trying to be threatening at all, terrifying. <laughs> so that, that's the kind of balance that we have there in nature, right? Some things aren't trying to scare you and do, and other things try to scare you uh, and can't. They said you were speaking in a threatening manner. They didn't say that they actually felt threatened. But it's nice to know where you stand on border agents. Uh, as far as you're concerned, they're all cowards and they're intimidated by a tiny woman. I don't think you actually believe that, but I do think that that's the image that you wanted to project to the country. Well, that's, that's just wonderful. Thanks for that, Alexandria. You know, one thing I find really funny about how AOC characterizes border agents, how the left characterizes ICE and border agents and the other employees that work at these facilities, they all want to characterize them as a racist. The whole idea behind 
the criticism that they have of how we deal with you know, the illegal immigrant situation is that everybody involved is racist. Trump's racist. Uh, the conser- all the conservatives in Congress are racist. Uh, people like me who talk about this issue are racist. And the Border Patrol agents are racist. Everybody's a racist. Right? That's our motivation. It's always our motivation according to the left. You know, we, we could give you all the reasoning in the world why mass immigration is a problem for the country and for the people that are trying to immigrate, right? It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter to AOC. It doesn't matter to these leftists. Uh, the, o- the only argument that matters is that their, their claim that everybody they disagree with is racist because, honestly, that's the most effective case that they have because they don't want to actually argue against the substance of our arguments because our, the substance of our arguments are, are reasonable, rational. They make sense. So if you're going to argue against that, you're probably going to lose. It's better just to cast us as, like, evil racists, whatever. But the hilarious thing about that is something like, I think I read 52 or 54% of the Border Patrol are Hispanic. <laughs> and if these Hispanic Border Patrol agents are dealing with these illegal immigrants, um, then we're either dealing with Hispanics who are racist against Hispanics, or we're de- you know, which is possible, that's a possibility, um, or we're dealing with a situation in which the Border Patrol agents are actually, for the most part, treating the illegal immigrants with respect and dignity, and they're trying to take care of them, and you're full of crap, AOC, That's the other possibility, and I'm going to go with the second one. I know some people are a-holes, like I said, in every profession you've got them. There's probably some problematic uh, Border Patrol agents. My hope is that they're being held to account by the other better Border Patrol agents. I have some trust, some faith in the Border Patrol that they're decent people. Now, if they're not, if there's a huge problem with the Border Patrol being disrespectful and not treating these people with dignity, maybe some investigation should be uh, had and we should look into it. Um, But so far, I haven't seen any evidence of this. And in fact, the guy that made this video was a Hispanic guy. And he's defending the Border Patrol, right? Either he's doing that because he's sort of in cahoots with all the white supremacist Border Patrol agents, or he genuinely believes that they're treating these illegal immigrants as well as they possibly can. And I'm going to take his word for it over AOC's. I'm going to take the word for it over a guy that works there every day, I'm going to take his word over AOC, who visited there for one afternoon. And look, there are problems with the whole immigration detention thing. We've seen the pictures of the overcrowded cells, and it's just there's just too many people to process. And I, I agree with that. Look, AOC, we agree. Not all of these people are being treated as well as they should be because of the overcrowding issue. And in fact, finally, the Democrats are recognizing that this is a crisis at our border. They're finally copping on to what we've been saying for like the past several years. So I say this. Since you guys all agree with us now, AOC, since we both agree that there's problems with the, these detention facilities, let's fix it. Let's alleviate the problem. Let's agree to build a wall. Let's agree to help Donald Trump to fund this big, beautiful wall and to reduce the influx of these illegal immigrants. And I'll tell you another problem that this will solve. Do you remember the guy who died crossing the Rio Grande? That tragic incident with his, with his young child. Um, they were found dead at the edge of, of the river. This was terrible, right? Those photographs were, were absolutely awful. Everybody felt an emotional pull, you know, sympathy for these people. You know what would st- have stopped them from dying? The wall. The wall would have stopped them from dying. They would have stood at one side of the river, seen this big wall, and thought, "That's we can't cross over that wall. Let's step back a a second and maybe try to figure out a better better way to get across, a safer way to get across. Maybe go through official channels, something like that. 
Or maybe, you know what, maybe let's stay in our home country and try to make a better life for ourselves there. These are all options, and all of those options are better than death. And if we can create deterrence to stop people from crossing over illegally, stop endangering their lives, we will not see pictures like this anymore in the newspapers. Or I guess nobody, nobody reads the newspapers anymore on the internet. And look, you might say, well, we're not letting in enough immigrants. We don't process enough asylum cases. We don't let in enough refugees through the correct channels. So then how do we do this? How do we, how do we open it up a little bit more so that more of these people don't have to cross illegally and they can be processed in the, through the official channels? I'll tell you what, I would be willing to discuss that. I would be, I would be open to that. Um, but I have a condition. I will say this. I'll say, let's double the number of refugees that we let in to America every year. In exchange for this concession, for every asylum case that we let in, for every refugee that we let into this country, a real refugee, right? We, we spend the resources to actually vet them and make sure that they're really like a political refugee, something like this. For every one that we let in, we send back to illegal immigrants. So we make sure that ICE has their marching orders. We say, you guys, you go out and you find out who is living here illegally, you go ahead and arrest them, and you send them back to their home country. And you might say, oh, that's horrible, that's terrible. Okay, well, look, here's one of the problems with illegal immigration. It's that we have so many people coming over, right, that we have now reduced the number of immigrants that we're, we're bringing in every year because we have so many illegal immigrants being brought in every year. So I'll tell you what. So instead of taking up the places that we would we would have available for more immigration, we're just going to send people back. So we're opening up slots, right? We consider it like, imagine it like there's so many slots available every year for immigrants, and we can actually increase those number of slots by sending back some illegals who snuck in here and did not go through the official channels. And if 95% of the asylum cases that are coming in are false then this won't be a huge issue anyway because hopefully we're going to figure out who's lying in their asylum case and we just will block them from coming into the country. All right, that's it for me. If you like this episode, hit the like button. If you want to see more like this, please subscribe. And if you hate me, you're probably Alexander Ocasio-Cortez, Zach Exley, Saikat Chakrabarty, Corbin Trent, or one of the other people at Justice Democrats or Brand New Congress. Guys, stop staging things for Alexander Ocasio-Cortez to do that are obviously fake. <laughs> the people at the border are suffering. So you're looking at an empty road, lady. You're looking at an empty road. They told them to drink out of the toilet. They told them to... I'm the boss. I'm the boss. I'm going to slowly close my window and turn my head away dramatically so that I don't hear anybody. <laughs> uh, what a psychopath. Good night. Future generations of Americans will be thankful for our efforts to humanely regain control of our borders and thereby preserve the value of one of the most sacred possessions of our people, American citizenship. So now I'll get on with the signing and make this into law. Hope nothing happens to me between Ha, ha, ha.